Welcome to Teal of Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. I'm Alicia. Welcome back to another episode of Tea Over Interiors, the podcast where we blend the worlds of tea and interior design. How are you doing today, Alicia? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? I am good. I'm excited about today's topic. We're going to be talking about fluted panels for your home and how to pull them off so that they look updated and modern the way that you want them to, right? That's right. That's right. I've seen a lot of it over the years. More recently, I've seen it than in the past. We've got a lot to discuss. So let's let's have that. Before we get to that, what are you sipping on? I am sipping on something very cool, very new to me called Gen Maicha. I believe I said that right. I didn't. Somebody let me know because it's a new one to me. It's a green tea and it has a very unique combination of green tea leaves Mm -hmm. and roasted brown rice, Mm. which that roasted brown rice gives it a very like nutty flavor, slightly, not very slightly nutty flavor. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a great choice for those looking for like a milder yet still flavorful tea. That's interesting. Okay. What you sipping on? Today, I am enjoying a very nice cup of Earl Grey. You know, I think I told you before, I kind of got into it. It's black tea, but it's infused with the essence of bergamot. Actually, I just sit there and sniff it a lot before I put it in my cup. It does smell good. That is the thing about Earl Grey. It's very aromatic. Oh my goodness. It is the tea that I sniff the most. Sometimes when I'm in the kitchen, I just walk past, open up the can. Yeah, it is special. They need to make Earl Grey candles. I need a candle that smells like Earl Grey. I have seen in the past Earl Grey candles in a while, but I have definitely seen it. Uh Uh-oh, people that love and know me. It sounds like a gift. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's good that you give people a heads up. Then they don't have to like search too hard. They can Google it or they can go on Amazon. I bet you right now, if you went on Amazon, you'd find them. Yes. So that essence of that bergamot, oh, is so distinct and citrusy. Oh, I love that aroma. So it's the perfect balance for me between boldness and elegance. I feel kind of, you know, I feel a little stush when I drink it. I like it. I like to add creamer. To pretend I'm drinking coffee with my husband. Like, we drink our, our beverages in the morning. Because we had right. breakfast. So, yeah. That sounds good. I, I'm going to give that a try again soon, sometime. You know? Because I definitely haven't had Earl Grey in a minute. It's time for these Randomness. What you got for us, Dee? All right. Alicia and listeners. Did you know that tea was first introduced to Europe in the 16th century? I did not. Well, it gained popularity among the aristocracy and became a symbol of wealth and sophistication. Tea rooms and salons started popping up all over Europe, becoming social hubs for the elite. Yes, people, tea is for the elite. That's why we drink it. No, just kidding. Nothing wrong with that. It's fascinating how tea has evolved from this luxury item to a beloved beverage, number two in the world after water, enjoyed by people from all walks of life. So can you believe that tea all over the world is more popular than coffee? 
I can. You know, listen, I had no idea that it's taken such an amazing journey and how tea has, you know, developed or become something so prevalent throughout history. But I, I can see that it's so easy to drink and it's it's got a specialness about it. So I'm really not surprised that it is definitely something that people look forward to. Even my mom, if we go out and come in late and just before bed, she'll say, you want a nice cup of tea? Like she'll just make the tea kettles on the stove ready for a really nice hot cup of tea. And she drinks it every morning. And it's a social kind of exercise for us as women in the family. It's the women that drink the tea mostly in my family. I think I got Sean into tea. I think before that he used to, he always drank like black tea with milk because he always likes it that way with sugar. But I expanded his palate, I must say, him and Kyle. But you know what? Fun fact is that Starbucks, they're trying to open up like all these stores in China. And you know, in China, their favorite beverage is tea. So they are trying to convert the Chinese to coffee drinkers. And so this is going to be very, what's the word? This is going to be very interesting to see if Starbucks actually turns the Chinese into coffee drinkers. So I don't know. Domino's tried to turn the Italians into domino eaters in the Italians say, get that out of here. Did so, they really? I'm not surprised. Yeah, they had to close all the domino stores. So oh, I didn't know that. I'm not right? surprised. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to today's topic. So today we are talking about fluted panels for an updated look in your home. Mm-hmm. So today we're we're talking about how we can use fluted panels to update your home and make it look more stylish. Fluted panels are vertical grooves or ridges that add texture and visual interest to various surfaces such as walls, cabinetry, or even furniture. They can instantly transform a space and give it a touch of sophistication. So recently I discovered this collection called Eden Rock from Rochebois. It is to me the most beautiful collection that has the most beautiful touches from the mid-century era. The table Mm. has this beautiful fluting with brass trim, or you could choose silver trim. And then it has brass caps with a tapered leg for the table and the chairs. They have fluted bats with velvet covering. So it's a very rich collection. It's really, it's really beautiful. So it got me to thinking about how, you know, the fluting in that aspect. And as well as like, I've seen people using fluting on accent walls and things like that. And some of them come out well, but some of them don't. So I wanted to talk about that today. So maybe if our listeners are thinking about it or maybe if they did it, but they don't like the way it looks and they want to know how they can fix it. Hopefully today's episode will shine some light on that. What do you think, Alicia? You know, I think that fluted panels have been making a comeback in recent years. I remember them from the 60s. I remember them as kind of like a mid-century modern aesthetic. And nowadays they seem to be very prominent in a more high-end product. And I've been seeing them in furniture a lot. So when you said Roche-Bobois has a whole line of them, I'm not surprised. I was also in restoration hardware 
And I noticed that their dressers and many of their dining tables have introduced an element of the fluting around the bases of the tables, especially like a pedestal table. They offer a timeless and elegant aesthetic that can work really well in both traditional and modern interiors. And I believe that a really popular way to incorporate fluted panels is using them on kitchen cabinets. So I used to design kitchens exclusively years ago. And I will tell you, remember flat panels were the signature of a modern kitchen? They started introducing not only the fluted panels, but all different types of textures. So... I remember them when they were in kitchen design, but mostly I see them popping up in furniture applications. I did probably, oh my goodness, 10 years ago, a accent wall with them in hair salon studio or design hair studio, whatever you want to call it. But they're definitely more popular, I would say, 10 years ago. So I think they're having a comeback. You know, it's interesting you say that you used it on the accent wall, right? That's what you said. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the accent wall. So you can use fluted panels as a way to create a focal point. They add depth and dimension to any room, making it feel more dynamic. However, I've noticed that some people will do like fluted panels behind like maybe a bed for an accent wall. And let's say their wall is maybe nine feet high, but they're only going up to maybe like seven feet. Or they're like doing these weird rounded angles and things like that. And they're yeah. breaking the line and they're not continuing it all the way to the top. This right. is something I want to stress to people. When you are doing an accent wall or you're doing any type of design, always create continuous lines. If you're going to break the lines, you have to know how to do it in a way that it does not cause... See. Mm-hmm. Aren't they kind of trying to create like a headboard type? No, of no, no. Some of these, these people are going up. Let's say they have nine feet. They're going up maybe like they're doing the whole wall. First of all, they're not doing like a headboard width. They're doing like from wall to wall, mm-hmm. but they're going up maybe seven and a half feet, maybe eight feet. They're leaving why like, they you know, why don't they take it to the top? I don't know. That's what I'm just trying to explain to people. Like, I don't know why. Sometimes they don't take everything to the top, you know. What, and what does it look like to you? Incomplete. I haven't seen it, so, okay. Yeah, I've seen a lot of these applications online where it's, like, just weird things people have been doing with the the fluted cabinetry. I mostly see it when, like, the YouTubers critique when people are trying to pick up on these styles. And that was one of them I saw. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they found some like horrible ones. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's really bad. Like, why aren't people continuing the style? But people just don't know, you know, just like when it comes to cabinets and kitchens. Right. Having finishing the cabinets all the way to the top. We spoke about this before, even if you're just finishing off with a molding, whatever, so that the eye can go up vertically and it makes the space feel larger and things like that. You know, some people are just like keeping the short cabinets and not, you know, not continuing them, especially when they have like these really high ceilings. You know what I mean? Anyway. So, yes, when you incorporate them into furniture pieces like sideboards and dressers, it can definitely add that touch of luxury to the overall decor. That was one of my most favorite 
aesthetics when I was in design school was fluting. I really did love everything. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that was like the first word I learned, right? Because, you know, we learned like Greek key and we learned all these different applications and patterns and things like that. And fluting was one thing I picked up on and remembered forever. Like, that's something. D, let's not forget about fluted panels on doors. They definitely elevate the entrance of a room. I've seen them on interior door applications and exterior door applications. It really creates a statement piece within your home. And the possibilities are endless when it comes to using fluted panels, you know, whether, like I said, it's an interior application or exterior. Yes. And you know what, Alicia, speaking of that, you know, you could do fluted panels with wood. That's mostly what we're talking about, like the wood application. But what about fluted glass application? How do you feel about that? Sounds expensive, but sounds beautiful. I've seen it with a water feature behind, you know, like a wall, it frosted or some type of glass, fluted glass panels that are backlit or even frontlit mm-hmm. or different colors and then water coming down it. I've seen that recently, actually. I think I was in Philadelphia and I saw something like that. It was really beautiful, very elegant. Yes. And, you know, you could use that in cabinetry, too. It looks really beautiful, like fluting your top cabinets if you still use top cabinets. Fluting those instead of just using the plain flat glass or frosted glass, which is fine. I mean, I think that's still a beautiful look. I love that, too. But, you know, experimenting with different things is it's kind of fun. You know, it adds that, like you said, it adds that different touch of customization a lot of time because right. these things do lend itself to a customized look. Because when you have like flat surfaces, they feel like there's some application that can be done to them, whether it's tiling. You know, and I'm just talking about surfaces. I'm not talking about any particular surface. But like whether it's tiling or whether it's, you know, painting something pretty or whatever or adding, you know, some type of application like a fluting technique or shaker technique. They do have it in tile and textured tile, wall tiles specifically, not for the floor. And they can be used. I've used them in back walls of showers. We didn't discuss that, but ceramic tile and and porcelain tiles are definitely fluted and textured nowadays. Oh, you know what? Did I know? I used it. I've used it um, so many times. It's not even funny. Girl, you have to send a picture. I put this. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is beautiful. That's right. It's so great. Or if you just need different textures, I love working with different textures. Then yes, oh, this porcelain. Yeah, that that's a nice touch. It's mm-hmm. a very customized look too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, very customized instead of having like a bunch of flat surfaces, you know? Yeah, it looks I love super it. high end, super high end. It does, it does. Well, Alicia, this was such a, a great conversation, I think. And I want to just tell everyone, you know, whether you prefer a subtle touch or a bold statement, when you incorporate fluted panels, you can give your home a fresh and updated look. Is that true? Well, that's all the time we have today for this episode. But as usual, we hope you enjoyed our discussion on fluted panels and how they enhance your home's interior. So don't forget to join us the next time, guys, for more tea and design inspiration. Yes, yes. You know what, Alicia, just as a quick reminder to our audience, this is episode 98. You've been listening. I'm counting down to the 100th episode, which will air on August 31st. And I am so excited 
for all of you that have joined us on this journey. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening, yeah. sending us feedback and emails. And for our 100th episode, I would love it if you guys could start with this episode, sending us voice notes on Spotify. So if you go to our show notes and you'll see, it'll say click here to leave us a message. I'm going to leave our link so that you can leave us a voice message so we can play it in our episode. So thanks so much, guys, for listening. Don't forget to share. Sharing is caring. I love you so much. And we'll see you next week. Ciao. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. We'll see you next week. Nice job, ladies. Carry on.